0: On February 5th, we commemorate the afterfeast of the meeting of our Lord in the Temple, the martyr Agatha of Palermo in Sicily, the repose of Saint Theodosius of Chernigov, the martyr Theodula of Anazarbus, and the martyrs Heladius, Macarius, and Avagrius in Cilicia. The icon of the Mother of God, the Seeker of the Lost. The icon of the Mother of God, Elites Chernigov. The icon of the Mother of God, the Rescuer of the Drowning. The Holy Virgin Martyr Agatha was the 15-year-old daughter of rich and respected Christian parents from the city of Palermo, formerly Panormos, in Sicily. During the persecution under the Emperor Decius 249-251, the city prefect of Catania, Quintianus, having heard about Agatha's wealth and beauty, sent his soldiers after her to bring her to trial as a Christian. At Catania they housed the saint with a certain rich woman who had five daughters. They all attempted to tempt St. Agatha with fine clothes, amusements, and entertainment, urging her to offer sacrifice to the pagan gods, but the saint disdained all these things. The more they tried to move her, the more resolute she became. She prayed that she might soon face martyrdom. During her interrogation under Quintianus, the holy martyr was swayed neither by the flattery nor by the threats, and she was subjected to cruel torments. They also tried to remove her breasts with metal thongs and when this failed, they used knives. The Holy Apostle Peter appeared to her in prison and healed her wounds. Saint Agatha was led to torture again, and Quintianus was astonished to see her completely healed with no trace of cutting. Then the torture began once more. At this moment, an earthquake took place in the city, and many buildings were destroyed. Among those killed were two of Quintianus' advisers. The terrified inhabitants rushed to Quintianus, demanding an end to Agatha's tortures. Fearing a revolt by the people, Quintianus sent St. Agatha back to prison. There, the martyr, offering thanks to God, peacefully surrendered her soul to the Lord. St. Theodosius, Archbishop of Chernigov, was born in the 17th century at the beginning of the decade of the 30s in Podolsk governance. He was descended from a noble family. The his parents were the priests Nikita and Maria. The saint was taught Christian piety in his parents' home, and this piety remained with him throughout his life. From childhood, he was distinguished by a fervent love for God and zeal for the Church. The innate abilities of the youth came to light in the Kiev Brotherhood School at Kiev's Theofani Monastery. The school was flourishing at the end of the 1640s, when its rectors were Mandite, Innocent, Gizel, and Igumen Lazar Baranovich, who later became Archbishop of Chernigov. Among its instructors were Hieromonk Epiphanius, Slavyenetsky, Hieromonk Arsenius, Satanovsky, Bishop Theodosius, Baevsky, of Belarus, Igumen Theodosius, Safonovich, and Melitius Dzik, these were the enlightened men of those days, the comrades of St. Theodosius at the school would become future outstanding pastors. Simeon Polotsky, Joannusius Goliatovsky, Anthony Radivilovsky, Barlam Yasninsky, the Kiev Brotherhood Theofani School was the chief center in the struggle of orthodoxy against the assaults of Catholic clergy, particularly the Jesuits. St. Theodosius grew to spiritual maturity near the relics of St. Anthony and Theodosius and other God-pleasers of the Kiev caves, and he tried to imitate their holy life as much as he could. He devoted all his free time to prayer, meditation on God, and the reading of Holy Scripture. It might be surmised that the saint did not finish the full course of studies since the school ceased its activity for several years following the devastation of Podolia by the Poles. All his life, the saint had a deep regard for the Kiev Brotherhood Monastery, where he was educated. In the synodicon of the Kiev Vyudubitsk Monastery is the following comment about St. Theodosius. He was a man of fine intellect and generous to the Kiev Brotherhood Monastery. Upon receiving his education, the future hierarch received monastic tantra at the Kiev Caves Lavra with the name Theodosius, in honor of St. Theodosius of the Caves, commemorated on May 3rd. Metropolitan Dionysius Balaban of Kiev made him archdeacon of Kiev's Cathedral of Holy Wisdom in Hagia Sophia. He was then appointed steward of the Episcopal household. Soon he left Kiev and went to the distant Krupitsky Monastery near Baturino in the Chernigov Diocese, which was famed for its strict monastic life. There he was ordained to the holy priesthood, but remained there only a short time. In 1662, St. Theodosius was appointed Igman of the Korsan Monastery in Kiev Diocese, and in the year 1664 he was made head of the ancient Kiev Vyudubitsky Monastery. This monastery had fallen into the hands of the Uniats and Poles at the beginning of the 17th century and was in complete ruin. Thanks to the energy and initiative of St. Theodosius, the vyudubitsky mikhail Monastery was quickly restored. He was particularly concerned with the order of church services. He formed an excellent choir, which was famed not only in Little Russia, but also in Moscow. Saint Theodosius sent his singers to Moscow in 1685 to instruct their choirs in Kievan chant. As a strict ascetic himself, Saint Theodosius was concerned with the spiritual growth of his monks. He founded a small skeet on the island of Mikhailovich not far from the monastery. For brethren wishing to live in solitude. He appointed the higher monk Job, Opalinski, one of the most zealous monks of his monastery, to organize and administer the skeet. St. Theodosius had to live through some quite difficult days, enduring many sorrows. He and other igamins were accused by Bishop Methodius of Mistislav and Orshansk of betraying Russia in a supposed correspondence with the enemies of Russia. On September twentieth, 1668, St. Theodosius explained the matter. On November 17, 1668, the lie was exposed and St. Theodosius together with the other Igomans were vindicated. Archbishop Lazar Baranovich esteemed the high spiritual qualities of St. Theodosius and befriended him. He called him a sheep of the flock of Christ, teaching by humility, and he prophetically expressed the wish that the name of St. Theodosius might be inscribed in heaven. When Archbishop Lazar became locum tenis of Kiev's metropolitan see, in 1689, he appointed St. Theodosius as his vicar in Kiev, while he remained at Chernigov. In his capacity as vicar of the locum tenens of the Kiev Metropolitan See, St. Theodosius had an active role in many churchly events. In 1685, he participated with the right of a decisive vote in the election of Bishop Gideon Chetvaninsky as Metropolitan of Kiev, and he was sent to Moscow with news of this event with Igumen Jerome Dubin. Of Pereyaslav. In Moscow, both representatives were received with honor and esteem. Indeed, the result of this delegation was the reuniting of the Kiev Metropolitan See with the Russian Orthodox Church. In 1688, Saint Theodosius was appointed Archimandrite of Chernigov's Aletsy Monastery, replacing the deceased Archimandrite Ioannicius Goryatovsky, and appointing Saint Theodosius Archbishop Lazar told him to spare no effort in placing the Aletzi Monastery in good order. This monastery had not yet been set aright after the expulsion of the Jesuits and Dominicans, and it was in great disorder. Through the efforts of St. Theodosius in his two or three years as Zygomen, the monastery's revenues and properties increased, the Church of the Dormition was repaired, and the Elitz icon, commemorated on February 5th, was enshrined there. In his new position, the saint also assisted Archbishop Lazar in many important matters he participated in drafting a consular reply to Patriarch Joachim of Moscow in response to his questions about the attitude of the Kiev Metropolitan See to the Council of Florence and its judgment on the question of the transformation of the Holy Gifts as accepted by this Florentine Council. When the Patriarch proved to be unsatisfied by these answers, the Baturino Igumen St. Demetrius, the future Metropolitan of Rostov, was sent to him at the beginning of 1689, St. Theodosius journeyed with him as the representative of Archbishop Lazar. He was entrusted with the delivery of a letter to the Patriarch and to clear up the misunderstandings. Because of his poor health, Archbishop Lazar wished to see St. Theodosius consecrated to the Episcopate, seeing in the saint a worthy successor to himself. On September 11, 1692, the election of St. Theodosius as Archbishop of Chernigov was confirmed, and he was consecrated in the Domitian Cathedral of the Moscow Kremlin two days later. Little information regarding St. Theodosius' administration of the Chernigov Diocese has been preserved. The saint worked incessantly to raise the level of true Christian piety in his flock. He also focused on maintaining old monasteries and founding new communities. At the very beginning of his episcopate, the Pechenist Women's Monastery was established with his blessing, and he himself consecrated the monastery church in honor of the remission of the Most Holy Theotokos. In 1694, a skied was founded near Lubeck. The same year, at the Dominitsky Men's Monastery, the saint consecrated a temple in honor of the nativity of the Most Holy Theotokos. In the summer of 1695, he consecrated a majestic temple in honor of the Most Holy Theotokos on the summit of Voldino Hill near the ancient monastery of St. Elias. Under St. Theodosius, there was a special enthusiasm for strengthening of monasticism in the Chernigov diocese. The saint also devoted much attention to the clergy and he tried to choose worthy candidates for the priesthood. He also encouraged the pastoral education of the Chernigov clergy. He invited learned monks from Kiev, among whom was St. John Maximovich, the future metropolitan of Tobolsk, commemorated on June 10th, and also a helper and successor of St. Theodosius in organizing the Chernigov clergy school. Strict uprightness in regard to clergy and flock. Deep compassion, concern, and Christian love of peace were distinguishing features in the activity of St. Theodosius. Not only did the Orthodox turn to him for help and advice, but even persons of other confessions. St. Theodosius did not remain with his Chernigov flock very long. Sensing the approach of death, he summoned the administrator of the bryansk Monastery, St. John Maximovich, and appointed him archimandrite of the Chernigov-Eletz Monastery. St. Theodosius died on February 5th, 1696, and was buried in Chernigov Saints Boris and Gleb Cathedral Church, in a special crypt near the right of Kleros. His successor St. John Maximovich, who was healed of a grievous illness by St. Theodosius, later placed a stone plaque over his grave with a poetic inscription in gratitude for the saints' help. The special grace which St. Theodosius attained is shown by his ascetic life and his assistance to all who turned to him in prayer. The glorification of St. Theodosius occurred on September 9, 1896. The Holy Martyr Theodula lived in the city of Anazarbus, Asia Minor, during the reign of the Roman emperors Diocletian 284-305 and Maximian 305-311. The prefect of the city, Pelahius, was a very cruel man. His servants sought out Christians throughout the entire region and brought them to trial, where which the imperial edict was read to them, and they were ordered to worship idols. One day they brought to him a Christian woman named Theodula. She was afraid, not so much of the tortures, but that she might be defiled by the pagans. And so she had offered them much gold. However, the servants would not accept the gold, and they brought her before the prefect. Pelahius asked her name, and he ordered her to worship the pagan gods. He threatened her with cruel tortures if she refused. St. Theodula replied, I am a Christian. My very name means servant of God, and so people call me Theodula. I worship the one true God and will not worship a mere stone. Pelagius became furious and he gave orders to begin the tortures. The Lord granted Theodula his help and she did not feel any pain. Pelagius, however, said this was done by the gods who had spared Theodula in the hope that she would return to them. Saint Theodula said to the prefect, Where are your gods who spare me? Show me them that I might show honor to them. They brought her into the temple of the deified Roman emperor Hadrian, whom they regarded as a mighty god. The saint, however, in praying to the one true god, merely blew a breath at the idol, and it crumbled into dust. Seeing this, Belahius trembled with fright. If the idol's destruction was reported to the emperor, he himself would be thrown to the wild beasts. He fell down at the feet of Saint Theodula, begging her to restore the idol and promise to accept Christianity. The saint prayed to the Lord Jesus Christ, and the idol again stood in its place, whole and intact. The prefect Pelahius, however, not only did not keep his promise to become a Christian, but instead he began to torture the martyr with an even greater fury. During these torments, a certain fellow named Heladius came up to the prefect, and looking at the captives, he asked to be given the maiden Theodula, promising to make her worship the pagan gods, doing this because he wanted to ingratiate himself with the city prefect and to receive honors. Heladius subjected St. Theodula to harsh torments, exceeding Pelagius in cruelty. The saint prayed that God would grant her the ability to persevere. She immediately received help from God and was healed. The tormentor was awestruck, and St. Theodula admonished him. Become a Christian, she said, and attain eternal honors in the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge both the living and the dead, and render to each man according to his deeds. By her prayers and her words... St. Theodula led Heladius to the knowledge of truth. He believed in Christ and confessed the true God before the prefect. He also received the crown of martyrdom. They cut off his head with a sword and threw his body into the sea. St. Theodula was thrown into a blazing oven, but she remained unharmed. After this, they stretched her out on a metal plate. They poured boiling tar, wax, and oil on her, but the red-hot plate shattered into pieces, and the fire scorched many people including the city prefect Pelagius, who indeed died of fright. But St. Theodula remained unharmed. Seeing such a miracle, many people believed in Christ, among whom were the respected citizens Macarius and Evagrius. The pagans continued to torture Christians. They heated an oven and threw St. Theodula, Macarius, Evagrius, and many others who believed in Christ into it. They all suffered martyrdom and were translated into life immortal.